Welcome to the Deep Bible Studies Podcast, where we discover, explore, examine, and practice the Word of God. I am your host, Claudia Rivera Guevara, and today we will continue to go through John 7, 32-36. And today we're doing part two, and so let's get started. So, officers sent to arrest Jesus. The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering these things about him, and the chief priest and Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little longer, and I am going to him who sent me. So as we talked about last week, we clearly see that Christ was sovereign over the whole situation, and nothing happened apart from his will. You will seek me, and you will not find me. Where I am, you cannot come. So we can clearly see here that Jesus was referring to his prayer from John 17, specifically verses 11 through 19. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father, keep me in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the sons of destruction, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, and they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but I ask that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake I consecrate myself, that they may also be sanctified in truth. So he would return to the Father after his crucifixion and resurrection, and this would be his ascension from Luke 24, 50-53, which says, And he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. John MacArthur commented in regards to Jesus' ascension, saying, So sure was his death and departure back to the Father that Jesus treated his departure as an already accomplished fact in regards to the prayer. He prayed for his disciples because they would be exposed to the world's snare and hatred. While he would no longer be with them physically, the Spirit would dwell in them. Based in the eternal nature of the immutable God, he prayed for their eternal security of those who believed. He prayed that as the Trinity experiences eternal unity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, so would many believers. We see this exact unity between the believers by God in Romans 8, 31-29. And I mention a lot of scriptures because the word of God speaks, you guys. God speaks in his word and I don't think a lot of times I even need to explain because the word of God interprets itself. And so that is also the importance of also being in the word of God continually. And so Romans 8, 31-29 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? 
Christ Jesus is the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is so beautiful and that love is what sustains us and keeps us and what has transformed us in Christ. Absolutely beautiful. And so let's just finish off. The Jews said to one another, where does this man intend to go that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? And what does he mean by saying you will seek me and you will not find me and where I am you cannot come? We once again see the confusion and lack of conviction in the Jews, which we pondered upon last week and last episode. It is as simple as this. They were blinded by their own interest. If Jesus being the Messiah was not for their political, social, or economic benefit, it was easier for them not to even regard him and to think that he wasn't the Messiah. It was easier to be perplexed and unconvinced. You can find more information on our website, www.deepbiblestudies.com, where you will also find the calendar to go along with the book that we will be studying. You can also find us on Instagram, at Deep Bible Studies, and Facebook, where you can know every single time we post a new podcast. Also, we have an email, contact at deepbiblestudies.com, where you can ask us any questions and we will be sure to get back to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time.